Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Today's episode has been sponsored by Jay McLaughlin. Jay McLaughlin is a timeless lifestyle brand with incredible style and a spirit of connection. I am obsessed with Jay McLaughlin and have been so honored that they are sponsoring my Zibbyverse tour. It just so happens that the tour goes to so many communities and areas of the country that have Jay McLaughlin stores. And I love that the brand is philanthropic through Jay McLaughlin's local and loyal programming host store events to give back to organizations that are meaningful to Jay McLaughlin's local communities. I also love the fact that the clothes are just so chic. They make me feel polished and modern. And the best part is that most of the line comes in fabrics that don't wrinkle. I especially love the dresses, the cashmere sweaters, the other sweaters. You'll see them all over my Instagram. I typically tag at Jay McLaughlin. And so you can check it out. It is absolutely one of my favorite brands and I am over the moon excited to be working with them. In fact, I want to share the love with all of you. Jay McLaughlin is giving 20% off new customers and listeners of my podcast with special code ZIBBY20, capital Z-I-B-B-Y 20. That's 20% off for new customers and listeners of the podcast with special code capital Z-ZIBBY20. Take advantage of it today. My favorites are this white, open, long cashmere sweater that I've been wearing on every flight that I've taken on this tour. I have a blue with light blue horizontal striped sweater, several dresses I even wore on Corny America. Check it out, Jay McLaughlin. Thanks so much. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast that you're listening to right now, thank you so much, called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. It is a daily podcast, 365 days a year, and each day we talk to an author about all of the things related to their career, their book, their life, and more in 30 minutes or less, because who has time? I am now an author myself, although I wasn't when I started this podcast, and you can get my new memoir, Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, wherever books are sold starting July 1st, and my children's book, Princess Charming. You can learn more about me at zibbyowens.com, but really, you're here to learn more about the authors, and that is what we're going to do. Also, be sure to check out all the other podcasts in the Zcast Podcast Network. You can learn more at zcastnetwork.com. Dot com and definitely check out those shows as well. Jessica George is the author of Mame, a novel. Jessica was born and raised in London to Ghanaian parents and studied English literature at the University of Sheffield. 
After working at a literary agency and a theater, she landed a job in the editorial department of Bloomsbury, UK. Mame is her first novel, and it's spelled M-A-A-M-E, and it is not pronounced Mame, as I found out in this podcast. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss Mame novels. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> okay. Can you please tell listeners what Mame is about? Yeah, so it follows uh, 20-something Maddie Wright, who I like to call a later bloomer rather than a late bloomer, just because she's doing things such as moving out, having her first relationship, her first real job, a little later on in life than her peers. But she's also doing this whilst being a primary carer for her father suffering from Parkinson's disease. So she's navigating new friendships, new relationships, new new colleagues, uh, unconventional family dynamics, love, loss and grief, all while trying to figure out who she really is. Amazing. Where did this whole thing come from? I know there were some parallel... Okay, I'll just let you answer. Where did this whole thing come from? (laughs) Yeah, so... I lost my own dad in 2020 due to complications with Parkinson's disease. So sorry. Thank you. When I was trying to understand the grieving process, because it was the first real loss that I'd encountered, I just started writing digital diary entries. And I've been writing with the intention of getting published for eight years, but I, I didn't have the intention of making this a book until a couple of months later when I rediscovered the diary entries on, on my laptop. And I just thought about how I could make this a story and if I could. And that's that's when Maddie was born. Well, I run a publishing company now and this, the scenes of being the editorial assistant, I went in and I was like, uh, you guys, you do know that this is what this is about. There is a character in here who's an editorial assistant. And it's so funny because occasionally like I do have like scheduling conflicts and I'm like, what happened? And I know it's all my fault. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Very true to life. But I like to think I'm a, I'm a lot... I'm like a great boss compared to these ladies. <laughs> I'm always like, this was her idea. This was her idea. You know, there's some uh, there's some idea, uh, you know, reappropriation going on in this book. So, um, you know, I want to have the meal on her first date, Mame's first date or Maddie's <laughs> first date when she goes to what's his name's house and he makes her like three course meal. What is it? What is that guy's name? I can't remember. Ben. Ben. Okay. Sorry. I'm really bad with names. Anyway, I was like starving reading this scene of all of the courses and how delicious <laughs> it sounded. And I was like, okay, I hope there is some plan to have a meal, you know, like a dinner party with this meal to celebrate this book. I hope you have that in the works. I never thought of that. That's very, that's so interesting. I Now I'm thinking, why haven't I thought that? I mean, I have a lot of food plans around publication, but I never thought of I'm not much of a cook, so someone else would have to cook it for me. Yeah, you'll have to do it at like a restaurant or something. Well, <laughs> if you do it and you take this idea, my only stipulation is that I have to be invited because I would like to eat this <laughs> and have it come to life. Okay, so it has to be in the New York area, basically, or maybe LA. <laughs> so funny. So you said you had every intention of being a published writer for eight years. I love that. Where did that come from? And wh- why did you, where did, yeah, where did it all come from? Yeah, so I, I started off, attempting to get into a more financially stable career so I was looking at law and then and then I was looking at international business but I did international business for a year before I realized how much I disliked it and so I was on the train one day knowing that I wasn't going to return and then my mom asked me the question of 
fine, do what you like, but please go to university. And so I said, okay, I'll choose English literature because at least I can read and, you know, write in my spare time. And so I wasn't enjoying my course as much as I thought I was, but then it was at that point where I just thought I can't change again. I have to have to stick this through. So I was just trying to find some things that brought me some joy in the in the rest of my day. And so that's where writing started. But back then I didn't know much about publishing at all. So I don't even think as soon as I started writing again, I was like, oh, this is going to be published. It was just a thing, a hobby at that point. And when I started working as a bookseller at Waterstones, that's when I started learning more about how books are published. And that's what I started writing with the intention of, of getting published. Very interesting. Behind the scenes, little scoop there. <laughs> little stealth market research when nobody's watching. You never, you never know what your booksellers will do. So everybody yeah, look up and be careful what you say and do. It may show up in fiction one day. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. Well, one of the things that I think you do particularly well is dialogue. Like the way that you have the characters just completely... They're so clear to me in reading the voices, especially her mom and her brother and her and Maddie, the friends, but mostly like the family is just so crystal clear in the way that they talk and the flaws too, that they all kind of eventually sort of acknowledge in a way because every family has, everybody has flaws. Yeah, exactly. So tell me about that and, and the sort of acceptance that comes with accepting your family for who they are. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's quite a um, hard pill to swallow, I think, when you realise that your parents are human. But I'm kind of fighting with this idea that you should always assume that. When I, when I talk about, you know, kind of taking them off the, this kind of pedestal, I do it in mind for, for both of all parties involved, really. I think Maddie had a unrealistic idea of what, her family were going to turn out to be. And I think because she's been trying to get that dream family, she's put her own mental health at risk. She's tried to be the supportive one. She's tried to keep everyone happy. She's just tried to keep the peace. And so she can have that, you know, the unrealistic kind of normal family. And then, I mean, without trying to add any spoilers, in the end, it's just a a case of, there's nothing entirely wrong with accepting who your family are. It's just how you can fit in with that, how you can make it work best best for who, who you are and and how you want to, to go further on in life. So I, I love Maddie's family. I think they're they're hilarious and they're incredibly flawed, but I think that of everyone. I think that of Maddie herself sometimes. So it's it's always fun to to write those characters who who feel real. Do you feel like Maddie will be continued in any way and these characters? Um I don't. I don't know. I think I might leave Maddie where she is just because, although, okay, so I intentionally don't have a a, a, a plan for, for Mamed 2 or something, just because the way books are written now, I have to put her through more emotional turmoil or some sort of distress so I can resolve it at the end for there to be a plot. And I just kind of want her want to leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> I said, if any publisher wants to publish a 300-page novel about Maddie just being happy, just visiting coffee shops, hang out with her friends, hang out with Sam, then I will happily do it. But <laughs> unfortunately, plot lines have to have some kind of, you know, distress or some kind of bumpy, bumpy roads. And then a friend of mine said, how about a short story where we just see 
Maddie having a nice time just for a couple of pages. And I thought, oh, I would consider that, that I would do. Well, I think if Maddie were to have kids, there would be emotional distress immediately. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you could always fall back on that at some point in life. <laughs> Wait, how, did I mispronounce the title? Do you not pronounce it Mame? Is it Mammy? Oh, no, sorry. Mame. Mame. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Well, I will now pronounce it differently. What was the story of this being acquired and for publication? So I submitted it to a small number of, of literary agents. And then I met my agent, Jemima. And after some months of further editing, we sent it out to, to a number of publishers. And, and eight of them were interested. And we, I took some meetings and I, I met all the teams and, you know, Jemima and I were kind of keeping in touch because this was during the pandemic. So we weren't in the office. We weren't going to actual meetings. We weren't meeting up in person or anything. And so we were just always on the phone or online, just kind of discussing where we felt the best home for this book would be. And we landed with Olivia in the UK and Sarah in um, the US. And they're from, which is this room? And it's from St. Martin's. Yeah, St. Martin's. Wow, exciting. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Well, they obviously like adore you and are pulling out all the stops. So that's nice. <laughs> it's nice. Like you can always tell when like there's a party for an author like eight months ahead of time. Like they really have their acts together. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, noted. This is great. <laughs> have you been at work on another book? Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm working on my second book at the moment and I'm focusing very much on female friendship because I really like that aspect in, in this one. So that is going to be the, the goal of, of book two. Interesting. Love it. Where do you see Maddie going in life? Like, where do you think she'll be in 20 years? 
without giving anything away. Oh, in 20 years. Hmm. I think she'd have a family by then, hopefully with Sam, but you never know. And I think if, if she were to have children, it would be a case of kind of thinking about her childhood and maybe the things that she doesn't want to repeat. And I think that would be something that would continuously play a role in her in her day to day. There's so many people out there who are caring for parents or people with illness mm-hmm. and know the toll that it takes to have to be in that sort of mindset all the time and constantly worried and all of that. Tell me a little bit more about your own experience with that and, and where that dynamic came from and all of those feelings, such personal, emotional feelings. Yeah. So I, I was a, a, a secondary carer for my father, whereas Maddie's more of a, a primary. It's a, it's a very, very isolating place to be, I think. That's why I didn't have any intention of publishing this one, because I just thought, I thought it was a strange thing to talk about because it wasn't something that seemed to be spoken about very often. And as I was going to bookshops and kind of talking about Mammy with booksellers, a lot of booksellers said, this is going to hit home for a lot of people because the pandemic has created a large number of carers now yeah. and young carers because you know it was it was covid was affecting those who were older a lot a lot harder so yeah it's a very difficult place to describe i think it's just one of isolation and and, and often hopelessness and obviously sadness but there's there's some joy in it i think my dad and I certainly got closer because I was I was home and and, and watching over him. I, I often think, oh, if he were fit and well, would I have been home that much? And I think the answer would have been no. So there's definitely more cons, but there there are some pros. Well, I'm really sorry about your loss and that you had to go through that <laughs> and you. all that. So, do you like to read yourself? I'm guessing. I love to read. Yeah. yeah. My my goal this year is 50, but we'll see. I'm trying to incorporate more short stories to try and reach that goal a lot quicker. But yeah, I'm, I'm getting sent a lot of proofs now, which, I is, which is amazing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I with with Mama Press and and Book Two, I'm not reading as fast as I I want to be. What are some of your go-to books or your favorite books or the genre that you like? Anything like that? Yeah, so I I love Yagayasi. I think she's an incredible writer. Candice Carty Williams, Benedict Everisto, they're great. I love Agatha Christie. That's always a surprise to people, but I think her books are brilliant. Her murder mysteries, Jessie Burton, I'm a fan of her books as well. Sadie Smith. But yeah, I often get these, you know, these, you know, random ones that I take from recommendation. So I might not have picked them up in the in the shop. So I'm not very genre focused. I'm very much if someone I trust thinks it's really good, I will read it. So word of mouth. Yeah, word of mouth, exactly. The, elus- the elusive holy grail <laughs> publishing, word of mouth. <laughs> Is there any part of the publicity for this book that you're particularly excited to do or have done already or thought was really creative or, I don't know, just exciting and fun or anything? Yeah, so there's some there's some marketing stuff, which is really cool. I think, so we're having, we my marketing team in the UK are putting up a mural of Mame and Maddie in West Croydon, which is where the book is. Oh, the wow. book is set. And we're partnering with West Croydon Waterstones and they're like going to have a single title table and window display. And they're going to have, so the mural is going to be outside and then there's going to be like a trail to trail to Waterstones and then you'll see the display. So things like that I'm, I'm very excited about. I think it's just so, it's just going to be so fun. And I like I like fun when I'm when I'm working. 
Who doesn't like fun? We might as well. (laughs) We might as well. Do you have like a really close girlfriend or somebody who's helped you through all this? I know you have close friends and you're writing about friendship again. Is there some friend you have? Yeah. Near and Shu in the book are are real. People love meeting them. Yeah. (laughs) They're they're real people. (laughs) They're genuinely. Okay. Yeah. Those two and and the dad are the realest characters uh, from my life. So my near is called Ashley and my shoe is called Camilla. And some of the scenes in the book are conversations we've had and scenes that have played out between us. Oh my so gosh. I, have, I have a great pair of friends. Yeah. She was, is the oversharer, right? With like very much graphic <laughs> detail, <laughs> horrifying graphic detail. <laughs> I had a friend like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to know that. Uh, so funny. Um, okay. Do you have any advice for aspiring authors? Yes. It's a, it's a cliche, but I, guess it's going to be a keep writing just because it's the one that I can say I've tried and tested and it works <laughs> just because I have <laughs> been writing for eight years and every you know I've written five books before this one and they were all rejected and so I often think oh what if I had stopped stopped writing then I wouldn't have, have gotten to this book and with this incredible marketing campaign and publicity campaign and I love my teams and they work so hard and we work so well together And so it's just the most tried and tested advice I can give just to keep going. Well, I hope you have a lot of fun on this road, (laughs) on this road ahead and very exciting. Congratulations. And thank you. I'll be, I'll be watching all it all unfold (laughs) eagerly, hoping you're having fun. Thank you so much, Zibi. All right. All right. Thanks so much, Jess. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, You can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.